Welcome back to the Classic Team Up. I'm your host, Classic, and you're about to hear part two of our flyout episode. Of course, last week, or last week, last night, I posted part one, uh, flyout, uh, go home and be a mama's boy. And, uh, of course, this is now flyout part two. Uh, we'll call this one flyout rules or flyout commandments. I'm not sure. You'll see it when it's posted. And, of course, uh, this is with my man, Mo Reese. And so this is a continuation of our nice and lengthy discussion about flyouts and other such topics. Um, first off, before we get into it, a correction from the previous episode. Uh, I uh, referred to uh, the gentleman that was murdered uh, in Baltimore as Richard Williams III. He's actually Lieutenant Colonel Richard Collins III. Uh, and he was murdered by uh, someone that's part of the alt-right in uh, Baltimore. He's a young college student. Uh, he was uh, given his uh, degree posthumously um, at graduation this past week. And, of course, he will be missed. May he rest in peace. And, uh, you know, uh, so, of course, that correction is there. And, uh, you know, if you like the show and uh, want to hear more, hit me up on Twitter, just as you normally would. But now, let's get into part two. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation and production. Visit our website, cspn.us, for more episodes of Classic Team Up. Now this one dedicated to our foreigner, all y'all the whole beginning of this. Dedicated to our scout who want to fly out, a kind of lot of rules. Okay. Anything me say, I'm going to say, I'm fly out. Anything me say, I'm going to say, I'm fly out. Anything me say, I'm going to say, Anything me say, wanna say, I'll fly out. When I British here, we are fly out. When I hear Jamaica, we are fly out. When I eat, I mean, dude, and then number three, if you are out somewhere, have another reason, have a reason. That's why they call business trips. Go for business, stay for pleasure, or whatever. It's like, go see your mans that's out. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up in um, so-and-so city. I'm going to go and hang with, chill with my homeboy, and then I'm going to hop over there. And if it don't work out, I could go chill over back over here. And, you know, you got to have that, a home base or something. You know what I'm saying? And there's a, lo- a large network of people that we know. I mean, you can't just, again, announce yourself. Don't be all like, I'm in your city. I'm up your block. It's like, yo. Stalker, that's fine and all, but uh, I don't know you like that. We we share tweets. Um, maybe just maybe you could have gave me some fair warning, and we could have talked about it and set up a situation, you know. And, and uh, you know, it, have that backup. Have your hotel ready. Have your have your homeboy's house ready or your homegirl's house. You know, don't just show up there ass out. It's just it's it's not a good look. So have that plan B. So, so was with, with a book bag. Book bag. Wolf of clothes. You know, Fat Kid Deals, you know you, you, you've done oh fucked up with fat kid, fat kid Deals is clowning. <laughs> I don't know if they still do awards for, like, Twitter and stuff, but, yo, that yeah, account needs kid, to win an award. Kid, yeah, fat Kid Deals is, like, every day. Like, yo, <laughs> I want to interview the dude behind Fat Kid Deals. Like, yo, how often are you on Twitter? Because like, you can catch it. Because he catches every day, and whoever's behind the account, they catch it every day, and they'll sit there and be yeah. like, it could be something major going on, and they'll say, oh, so yeah. you did touch and such. Well, here's the deal: you can get like, how y'all know about that? And you know what? Again, not body shaming, but it's truth. When I was in college, it was always some fat kid on our dorm that was selling shit. Whether it was cakes, pies, um, pencils, it was like there's always some 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 big dudes hustling stuff. It was like yo running dorm to dorm, going yo you you want Snickers? And we was all up on it because we had no vending machines, and it was like middle of the night or whatever. It was like you hungry? Like yo, definitely give me some Debbie little Debbies. How you get these? Don't worry about it. And you know, <laughs> and you got hooked up. It was like yo man, yo big 
big uh big Felipe always coming through in the clutch, man. I appreciate that, man, because you'd be up in like two in the morning cramming for a final or something, and it's like, okay, ain't no vending machine or the vending machine got whack shit. It's like, yo, yo, you got the honey bun for real? Yo, let's go. You know? Like, you, got the, you got your plug for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get that plug. And, but everyone was hustling back then. You know what I'm saying? People's I used to write paper. I used to type papers. This was back when you had a computer lab. We didn't have computers in our dorm. We had computer lab. You had to go print it out the lab. Um, yeah, dot matrix printer, you had to wait till the next morning. But your paper was due first thing, and you couldn't, the computer lab wouldn't open till nine, and your, your class is at 820. I had people knocking on my door at like <laughs> 1 a.m. I'm ready. Like the game just went off. The, the late game with like the, the, the Warriors and the Nuggets, it's like 142 right. to 1, 1, 139 is the final score. And I'm like, oh man, okay, I'm here. Don't, 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 don't. Hey, yo, I heard you type papers, man. And my rule was, I was not going to write your paper. You were going to write your paper and handwrite it, and I will type it for you and make it look crisp. I had the little the brother Correctronic three twenty typewriter, and I was oh, I, yeah, I that joint. That was, and I, that yeah, joint. and I, I, I've been typing since third grade. Like you know, Mavis Beacon, fuck that shit. I, I learned to type like that was part of the school curriculum. It's like you are going to learn to type this year, and I was like typing this for chicks. I made mad money that year. It was like yo, I um. Uh, for, what was it? Two dollars a page or something, or like ten dollars for a, a, a five pages? And I was I was cranking, son. Double space, single space. What you need? Cover sheet. You know, hooking it up. And then guess what I was doing? I was correcting spelling errors because they was the handwriting was like boom, 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 boom. That's not how you spell. I spell Michael. It's A E L. And then boom, I hook it up. Grace was good. You know what I'm saying? Hey, there's a lot of people that came out of Virginia State that owe their degrees to me. So you know, <laughs> he's respect, like, yeah. I'm responsible for you. <laughs> people was cutting hair. They was, I mean, you had the barbers. You had the people selling snacks. You had people, you know. The, I mean, we was all just hustling back and forth. It was like, and after well, I was bartering, so it's like I type a paper for the barber. I had to pay for no cuts, or you know, you know. So it's like you, 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 you do different things, uh, and and then after a while, it's like you know, you got a little money, you get to ramen noodles, whatever. But again. That's back in the day. That's not fully grown. That's in college, formative, in the formative years. Once you come out and you start being grown, that's when you can pay your way and go your, do your own thing. Even if your mom still hook you up with an allowance and hit you off with a little something and you, you knock out a little rent with your little work money, have a little something in your account. Have a little something to basically go around and do things. To, or just be up front. I look at my mom's. I ain't got much money. But, yo, I got, I got this long dick. Come on through. That's all you got to be. You got to be real and upfront with yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be straight up. Even if your shit dirty and gully and dusty and ashy, just be straight up. And straight up is going to get you a lot more mileage than coming in, saying one thing, and then and then being a little spoiled brat. That was the biggest thing that turned me off about this whole thing. It was like, yo, yo, but I, I'm saying no, and I ain't got magic tricks. He's talking at her like he's yo, – like, he, he said man, told magic tricks. I was like, yeah. dude, what? It's sad, man. And it's like, and that's the big, big thing that hurts me is like, you can tell that's how he talks to his mother. Like, he don't respect women at all, man. He just thinks they're there to serve him. It's like, you, you a sucker, man. You know, ah, you know, it's just maddening. Um, I don't know what other rules we could apply to this flyout thing. Um, but those of you listening, makes my eating from the airport. Make sure, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yo, get a charger for your phone, dude. Yeah. You cannot be on one percent battery life talking about I can't Listen, tweet I can't tweet you, can, you no more. You can, you can stop by any store and get uh, a charger. It's, it's no excuse. Bro, the homeless. The homeless have phones and laptops <laughs> fully charged. They go in the park and and, and charge it at the uh, street lamp and plug it in there. So don't tell me you can't do that shit or buy a battery pack 
or go somewhere in a Starbucks and charge that shit, sit down for a couple of hours, sip on some coffee. That's, you know what it is? It's not being resourceful. And, uh, you know, my man's location said Queens. And here's the thing about, um, and uh, here's the thing about a lot of New Yorkers. If it's, if you have not left New York that often, you don't know shit outside the city. So yeah, he might be in Cali, but to him, it might as well be, uh, you know, it, it, it might as well be Slovenia because, you know, it's like, whoa, what's the bodega? What's this? What's that? You know, well, sorry. You know, it's like, I don't know how to do, know what to do shit, you know? And so it's like, it, you know, you, you, you feel like you're in a foreign land, whereas really all the resources are still there. You just need to like, you know, work out how, what to do, how to find them. You know, you, you gotta be more resourceful because guess what? If he was in the country, or if he was one of the small towns, them the, the stop the one stoplight or one single light towns or whatever, the, where the um, lights out or everything gets dark after a certain hour, he'd have been fucked. If he was in that town from Get Out and it was oh a white girl, and it was oh, a white girl, he and he was stuck, he'd have been in the fucking place. <laughs> and he got pulled over by Popo or or, or yeah, or the second place. How is he gonna get his big ass out those sunken place? He, he, he ain't got no friend of TSA to get him bail him out. Not. Not that somebody's gonna be like, you know what? You sure, uh, you sure get give a lot of shade to the white woman. <laughs> they gonna be they be sizing them up for things. You sure know how to you know do that rap stuff pretty good. I've always wanted to rap. How do you stay on beat like that? And next thing you know, it's a bit of a real life get out. So he should thank his stars that he just got kicked out of his uh, of old girl house. You know. Oh my gosh, it's so sad. This is ugly. But so so yeah, we got a few rules down there for flat fuckery. Um, let's put it to the the public. Hashtag classic team up or hashtag flyout rules. What are some rules for the flyout? We gotta basically set up some flyout commandments. Um, let's go hook us up. Let us know what we, you need to do to have a successful flyout because that would be a good idea for the future. You know, hey, each one, teach one. Successful flyouts don't get brought to the timeline. Yes. Well, they don't. They don't. The tips do. Well, and that's the thing too. The game is to be sold, not to be told. But some of these, some of these young bloods out here, some of these young ladies out here, are not being safe, or not being careful. It's one thing to be on the summer jam screen. It's another to be in the news, and that's really what we got to be concerned about: is people's safety. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're the flyout er or the flyout e. If you were doing the one, the being the one flying out, you don't know what situation you get into. If you're flying somebody out, or you're you're pretty much, you know, someone's coming to see you. First off, you got to know that they're coming. Second, you got to know who they are, what their intentions are. Third, you might not want them in your place at your spot where not you at live. All. You There's <laughs> a reason why it's called hotel, motel, holiday inn. You got to have a neutral spot, neutral spot, or a public place. Meet up at the cookout, at the tweet up, at the sundresses and whiskey. Meet up somewhere. You know, there's plenty of public areas where you can meet up, hang out, and then go about your business, about your way. If you want to get to know somebody, hang out. I've met plenty of great people. I ain't never been at Mo House, never. And guess what? I might one day, I might have break bread and have you come over. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that. But I see you out there, and we close and tight because we see each other out there. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people ain't never been in my spot. You know what I'm saying? Sarone was my, at my house one time, and that, that was the you know I, I had to give him something. You know, I was like, "Come by, come by the crib. You're in the area," and I, I passed it off to him, and he left. But he's definitely welcome. He is people, that, and he's like, "Yo, you know what? My kids up in your house," and I'm like, "Maybe I don't," because <laughs> they're cute. But I see, I hear the stories. 
every now and then I tell I tell Mrs. Classic, I'm like, yeah, we should break bread with some, you know, some of our local folk, you know, because they're right there, and it's a shame, you know what I'm saying? And she always says, our house ain't clean, our shit ain't ready. I'm like, well, let's just fucking clean it then, you know. But these are people you know over time. I am not gonna be like, yo, um, so your avenue cute, um, so come through. What the oh, fuck kind of shit is that? So, so real quick, classic. So I'm on your cause too. Well, well, yeah, I just seen Missy Dash put the. Put the play hands on Karuchi. Yeah. Like, she had to yeah. be, I only want to say she was triggered by it because I don't want to make light of what whole, her, happened with her and Chris, but Nisi was just tossing her around. The other white woman was tossing her around too. But no, yes. I know you heard about, do you hear about the guy, the um the, the representative from Montana that um beat up the reporter? Yeah. Yeah. He so body slammed him. Yeah. So apparently he just won the election out there. Oh, Lord. He just won the election. Whatever he was running for out there, he just won it and saw the, the AP alert. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh! Like, how do you, like, how do you, how, how do you, you know, you beat up a reporter from the Charge. from the Guardian? Yes. Break his glasses, get charged, and then get elected, and you win the special election. <laughs> oh my lord! This is oh my gosh! This it, this it just this shows definitely. This is definitely Cheeto Stalin's America for real. It is, man. This is definitely that. This is definitely that. This is guns. Um, guns is life. Cause you know Montana's about them guns. You know, if any yeah. state in the Midwest, they are they all they care about is them guns and and, and them ranches and, and 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 their property and uh and probably like well, if you're a farmer or rancher, that's a small business. Or that's a that's a you know that and, and and corporate capital gains tax. They don't care about black lives. They don't care about the gays. They don't care about nothing else. It's all about come up off my money, hold on to my guns because this country's going to hell. I remember the good old days when I could ranch from sea to shine to sea. Now they got these damn Starbucks with these lattes, and I can't I can't deal with that shit. So yeah, I'm a flipper reporter, and you know what? I'm a vote for somebody that does the same thing. Cause God bless America and fuck everybody else. And guess what? He got elected, and he can stay in there that podunk ass state, and just uh, don't send no none of the motherfuckers over here to this metropolitan area, uh, because you you try to body slam and flip somebody, you gonna catch a glass bottle uh, snapple in your neck. It's gonna it's gonna be a different story out here. But yeah, um, I really hope. I really hope that uh, whatever charges he's been brought up on, that comes to fruition because he won't be governor. Is it a governor or is it a senate or something like no, that? No, it's a, it's a great Gene Forte wins Montana's U.S. House. House special election. Oh, Lord. House of Representatives. After being charged with assaulting the reporter. <laughs> well, our president. So basically, so basically, our pre- he, yeah. basically, he kicked somebody's ass and got elected. <laughs> yeah. Well, our president, um, uh, you know, it's. Admitted to uh, sexual assault, uh, cheated, uh, and committed treason, uh, as well as collusion and all sorts of shit. How got elected, yeah. So I mean, we live in a backwards ass country, Um, you know, and and a lot of all of this, all of this, because people are too damn racist. This ain't even about Hillary. This is about people being too damn racist. They didn't. They they didn't like having a black man as president. They didn't like black people being overjoyed. Nope. They didn't like uh, Jay Z talking about my president is black. What Lambo blue? What are you doing with Lambos? And they were like, you know what? Obamacare is bullshit. Even though I live off of it and it benefits me, you know. So it becomes what I hate this black motherfucker so much that we are going to go so far back in time the other way, and we are going to, you know, the people are openly saying racist shit out in public and getting caught on the cell phones. You notice. All that shit is right here in our area. Yeah. Um, you see them, them cell phone videos. Um, what was it? The, the Verizon store that was in um, Manassas. 
boom, right down the street, not down the road with that lady. Oh, it was a sprint, Verizon a Sprint. One of them still is like Sprint or something like that. Um, the Walmart, I think the Walmart was um, somewhere nearby. Um, there was one that was Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is the most liberal place ever. They have soy shit, organic shit, all that shit that you have in Whole Foods at a, at a lower price, slightly lower. Ladies and Trader Joe's talking about we shouldn't let you uh, let y'all into our country. Damn Arabs saying racist shit on the line. I don't care if you're recording me, whatever. And Walmart banned that lady for life. You know what I'm saying? People don't realize. That the, yo, it's not a game, man. That, that cell phone is out there. You're going to get caught out there with your bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But you, you people get think caught, you get caught, they're going to find out where you work at and they're going to tell yeah. employees they'll get rid of you. Uh-huh. Damn real. Damn real. Used to be you could drive by in your pickup truck and yell nigger and no one would do or say anything. Now nope, we they're got your place. Your they're going to get your license plate. They're going <laughs> to run it and they're going to say, oh, this is who that person is, and they will say so. Not even your place. Your if phone. I had my phone out, I, I caught you in the act because it's not the first thing you're going to do. By the time you're driving off and you done flip the bird, I done recorded like six seconds of video. <laughs> yep. That holds up in court. You know what I'm saying? All that holds up. But the problem is we ain't got no justice system that lives up to their standards because we got videos of black folk being killed unarmed, and still people are not being brought up on charges or not being, you know, especially cops. The world's biggest fucking street gang. I, 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 I'm, I, this ain't the soapbox uh, hour, but God damn it, man. We got to do better. We got to do better. Uh, you know, and, and uh, there's a lot that a lot of us got to do because there's some bullshit out there. People, the idiots are winning. And every time something like this happens, people go, away. Well, my problem. It's about to be a problem because the shit is spreading. The shit is spreading. You got to talk to your mans, talk to your girl, talk to somebody, whether it's at your job, whatever, and set their mind straight if you can. Because, yo, it's getting worse, man. It's getting worse. Yeah, shit is not okay. These police officers are getting off, like the um, Tulsa police officer, Betty Shelby. She got, yes. She got see, no charges and she's going back to work. And she's back to work. Pay. And not, she's getting yeah, pay. Not she's this not, duty. She's not on the street. She's not on the street. She's like doing like. Like administrative duties and stuff like whatever, that. man. You know what I'm saying? Right. She, she's going to keep her pension. Yeah, right. I'm thirty thousand. I was like, we're sorry for the inconvenience of you being charged and shooting somebody that you shouldn't have shot because he was not armed. Oh, but he was big, black, and menacing. <sighs> you know what? It's it's it, at some point. It's not even going to be um black and menacing. They're just going to say black, or they'll just say menacing, and you know what that means because. Ain't too many menacing white folk, uh, or if they are menacing, you know, oh, he's out of control, and we had to arrest him, we had to restrain him, you know, we had to detain him, and that's why. But though black, it's a body, you gotta explain what the fuck. And you know, and you know when you, when they um when they want to keep saying thugs, you know what they really yes. to say. Uh huh. You no, know, so, so 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 another thing that I've noticed in the news that we've always noticed in the news. Um, so the white guy that um killed the black kid, the Bowie State, um. Yes, they killed him. So, WUSA um, in DC, they that's ran the story, and they tried to solve his the, the um the, the white guys um it was saying, you know, he was a Ravens fan and he um I think he was a hunter or something like that, and yeah. so he, he was killing. I'm like, why do you try to you know soften his image? And then yeah, when, and if a black person get killed, they try to you know dig deep into their past to say, oh, you yeah. know. Well, he in the third grade, he spit in some girl's face, and you know he yeah. did this, that, and the other. You know, it's like they just don't give the same consideration to persons of color when it comes to them. You know, their lives and everything. Talk about their lives and everything. They just want to say, "Oh, well, 
He like um, all core rap music. And I'm like, what does that got to do with anything? <laughs> look at Dylan Roof. They was all up in this shit. Um, I oh, still understand how, uh, how he get how he got a, a meal. How the hell he got a meal on the way? Because cause you know why. You we all well, know why. why. And it don't saying. it don't matter how much polish we got on us, Lieutenant Colonel Richard Williams third, and he still got just killed like so. Just like so. And, and people's coming out talking about, oh, um, well, you know, it's too, it's so sad because he has so much promise. No, it's sad because motherfucker got killed for no reason. It don't matter no reason at all. What his title is, it, it, it could have been you, me, or anybody else. A dead man because somebody just decided to kill him is murder. It's a crime, and it needs to be handled the same exact way. Problem is, if he had a do rag. In one picture, or if he, you know, maybe tried to defend himself, or if he at one point said, you know what, fuck the police, all of a sudden he deserved it. You know, you're not going to say he deserved it, but you pretty much are dancing around it to the point of he deserved it because you want to sell papers to people that think the same way. And because that you perpetuating the same bullshit that people think, you know, in the privacy of their own home, which is fuck everybody else but me. You know, and, and that's what it boils down to. People are so selfish, man. They're they selfish are. about they're selfish about race. They're selfish about gender. They're selfish about sexual orientation. They're selfish about pref- preference. They're selfish about ethnicity. Selfish motherfuckers. Um, this is why we have to make sure we have our our stuff together because yeah. it's just not mm-hmm. easy for us. And then have sympathy and empathy because yes. you know through all this too. All that shit happened over in Manchester. And oh, all this man. happens over here. And my heart still goes out to all those victims of that bombing and everything. They was kids, man. They were, let's go and see Ariana Grande. I don't give two fucks about Ariana Grande's music. But that is not something you want to wish on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bomb goes off anywhere. You're like, God damn, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. And you know what? And and then they uh, then then they out there. Oh well, the guy that did his Muslim origin or whatever. So you know, it's it's uh, we got to take all those Muslims and put them. Nah, stupid. That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't do that with the white folk, even though we probably have more reason to. You know, but but you see how dangerous that shit is. Trying to expand and spread that shit because guess what? Now you're rounding up Muslims and someone's going, some young lady or some young man uh, that's just minding their business going to get killed by some angry mob because of the victims of the Manchester uh, bombing. You know, how does that look? Because guess what? That's what the shit was after 9-11. That's what the shit was then. That's what the shit always is. People overreact and not think about, well, how do we heal? How do we do better? You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's got to be that collective we. Yeah, we didn't bomb nobody. Well, I would. I didn't bomb nobody, but maybe you know I could talk to somebody that might be thinking that way. Uh, you know about the same situation and get their thoughts and find out. Well, maybe you know, you know, you're not you, you, your mind is not in the right place about this, or maybe your heart's not in the right place about this. You know, because you can always talk to somebody and then someone's always going to say some wrong shit, and they won't realize that you actually are a little more aware than they are, or a little more woke, as they say. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to try to win no arguments or look good on the timeline or whatever. Just have some compassion, people. It's just, that's exactly. not that hard. It is not that hard, man. And that's and what another, hurts me the most. Another thing, another thing, we have to be more, you know, listen to our women more, be more uplifting. <laughs> yeah. And we have to stop being dismissive of things they talk about. I see that a lot on the timeline. You know, women yeah. talk about things that, you know, that's, you know, that that's done to them what's 
you know, a lot. It's, it's, it's a whole lot, and then you'll hear see somebody come from a wall. Not all, not all men. I'm not like that. Yeah. And the thing is, you have to realize they're talking about their experiences. So yeah. we as men need to shut up and listen to what they're saying and try to do more to make them feel safe. Because I feel be supportive. Of, right. I say a lot. I mean, it's, it's it's real hurting to see a lot of women saying that they don't feel safe, and it's just like. It's just something that it's just like I just can't wrap my head around my 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 head around this to think that you know me as a man like a woman will say that you know they should yeah. feel safe around me and it's just you know it's just it's just crazy and it's just like yeah. we as men have to do a lot better in you know making sure you know women out here being safe and and just not being you know just assholes in general like if a woman is walking down the street and she doesn't want to talk to you. You don't have to call her out her name. It's not going to make her automatically turn around and want to give you that attention. No, no, it's not. And you know what? Um, You're not adding anything. You're taking away from her experience of being out there. You're not adding to anyone's day. You're basically just causing things to be worse. People, it was it called shun fraud or whatever. Like you know, you revel in like just uh, you know just uh, hurting other people or, or just the anguish and pain of others. What does that get you? It makes you more bitter, and you know, okay. Um, so you took it out on some 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 crazy broad on the street. Then what? You're gonna keep doing it until eventually you're gonna fuck with the wrong woman or the wrong person and end up dead or in jail or something else. Something else gonna happen to you. Uh, you know, do you want that life and ruin other people's lives? And it's not just women, man. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we have. It's more than just men and women now. We have, uh, you know, we have people that identify as both or as neither. You know, we have the LGBT, you know, the, the trans community. You know, we have uh, the queer community. We have, you know, we have we have so many different people. You know, especially that, women, that especially, saying, especially with so many uh, trans women yes. being killed out uh-huh. here, and it's like the police are not, you know, doing anything you because know, they, because people. they don't understand. They don't and they don't treat them as uh, as individuals. And a lot so, of that's a lot of that's a reflection of us. You know uh, how we treat people too. You know, it's like, um, it's like I work at I work at a hospital here in Baltimore, so that's required training of us that we have to take. Um, we have to take. We have to do like our um, e learnings about um, how to you know interact with um, the LBGTQ community and everything, yeah. and how to um, you know make sure how that they want to be addressing everything. So it's a lot. It's a lot that's that's really that's coming around, that's really being inclusive, that's, like, making them inclusive, but at the same time, with that, you have to make sure that, you know, they're getting the same bad treatment that we're getting, and, you know, in terms of work and things like that. Not And, and you know, they have a right to be safe, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, I know a lot of people can probably hear this and probably, like, well, you know, have their own thoughts yeah. and feelings and stuff. But yeah. I'm saying, well, I heard this before, Carter Collins, so yeah. you preach to the choir, or I don't do that. You know, it was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but do you actually look someone in the eye, you know, that might be trans or do you actually speak to them and say hi and treat them as you would, you know, some fine, fine ass lady or fine ass dude, or you just dismiss and ignore them because you like whatever, you know, that's not my business because you might be missing out on a good interaction. Ain't nobody trying to fuck your dusty ass. You need to stop that. People need to stop that. No, well, I'm not gay. I'm not trying to, you know, I ain't trying to fuck no gay dude. Not all gay people want to fuck you. Uh, you know, not all not all people. 
it's not even about sex. It's about who they are and how they identify themselves. And you can have some lasting relationships with people just by getting to know them as people and, and, and extending yourself. If you are the kind of person that is nice to, you know, you always up on hugs on the ladies, on the, on the dudes and stuff, but you, you but you know, when someone of, uh, you know, that's, that's gay or that's trans, uh, or that's queer comes around and you're like, sup, you know, you just kind of, you know, keep, it's like you treat them differently because that's how you you know that's how you uh, think that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe you want to basically you know kind of give the, give them the same benefit of the doubt or talk to them the same way you talk to anybody. Get to know them. Next thing you know, that's somebody that's on your team or you're on their team because you actually care about them as a person. And when things like this happen, you're like, yo, that affects my people because you know uh, such and such over there. He, she, or they are gonna, you know, be affected by this. You might actually go out and march. You might actually go out and, you know, and 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 rally and come, you know, and and convince people to, you know, come to your side. That's what. That's what. Uh, you know, it's not even. I don't even say about allyship because I, you know, I'm not. I don't be dumb enough to call myself an ally or whatever because I'm not out there like that. But I know and understand that that's what it takes is that mentality and, and basically just doing a little bit more, you know, every day I'm learning and expanding myself even further. Uh, and I think a lot of us need to do that. The whole thing with the, you know, with asking, you know, how someone needs to be referred to and pronouns, you know, I learned that a while ago, but not too long ago. And it was like, I learned it in like the weirdest of situations, you know, I was at a party and it was like, that came up and it was like, Oh yeah, you know what? That makes sense. You know, cause and, and I, I was corrected, like, at the time, you know, it's like, I was like, yeah, well, she's like, she, and, you know, I got that look. And I was like, oh, um, why don't you find out? And, like, I had to go over and ask, and I had to go over and have a conversation. It was like, this is the coolest motherfucker I ever met. Now, motherfucker doesn't tell you what they are, but, you know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's like if I was talking to you, if I was talking to, you know, somebody on the timeline uh, or anybody else, it was like, I actually got to know somebody. You know, and is at no point was like, oh, I know a trans person now. It's like, no, I know somebody. They happen to be trans, right. and they happen you don't to have to play with them. They just no, no. who they are. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and you don't have to be like, well, I have trans friends. No, but that's what you say to yourself when you think about all this, the next shit you could be doing, or what you could and could not be doing to better people's lives, or when you decide you're gonna go fuck with somebody uh, on the streets or whatever. Like, you know what? This person got a family. This person has people that care about them. You know what I'm saying? This person got people that they're gonna fly out to next week. So maybe, you know, I treat them a little better because I don't know. Maybe they might fly out to see me with them sometime, or I don't know. So yeah, it all boils back to the fly out. So. <laughs> If you get that fly out out the deal, uh, be nice to people. That's the lesson. Yes. Hey everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown and Collars Podcast. Just reminding you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Chronicles every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This is Tim Dog from the Comic Book Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing... TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Book Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. 
My name is Bond. James Bond. Pick one. Kananga, poppy grower in thousands of acres of well-camouflaged fields protected by the voodoo threat of Baron Sandy. A genuine Felix Leiter. Illuminating. A duel between titans. My golden gun against your Walther PPK. Six bullets to your one. I only need one. But James, I need you. So does England. Commander James Bond. Recruited to the British Secret Service from the Royal Navy. Licensed to kill and has done so on numerous occasions. A British agent in love with the Russian agent. You shot your bolt, Stromberg. Now it's my turn. Are you suggesting the shuttle was hijacked in midair? That's for you to find out, Demolition. Mr. Bond, you defy all my attempts to plan an amusing death for you. Heartbroken, Mr. Drax. Before setting out on revenge, you first dig two graves. I'm here, Mr. Bond of the British Secret Service. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. That's putting it mildly, 007. You have a nasty habit of surviving. What they say about the fittest. He suggests the trade. The egg for your life. I'd heard the price of eggs was going up, but isn't that a little high? I propose to end the domination of Silicon Valley. My department know I'm here. When I don't report, they'll retaliate. If you're the best they have, they'll more likely try to cover up your embarrassing incompetence. Don't count on that, Zara. <laughs> you amuse me, Mr. Bond. Okay, so I'm actually going to light things up because uh, we're. Uh, I wanted to uh, basically throw this at you. Um, I have a special edition of Name That Flick. Oh, man. <laughs> now, Name That Flick, of course, for those that have not listened to the show, um, is our game show uh, here on the Classic Team Up. And, of course, it is where I ask our guests, uh, give our guests the number of clues and to give them a chance to uh, name a movie based on those clues. And the clues are the... Uh, characters or the actors in the movie but i don't give the actors names what i do is use the character the actors names or character names from different other movies and or tv shows i'm expanded it so that it's a little fair uh because this one's hard um basically so they're recognizable so you take all these character names from different tv shows and movies these are the actors in these movies you name what the movie is name that flick are you do you think you might be ready mo what's the name that flick Okay, ready to go. All right, all right. It's time. It's time. It's time. Time for this Hey, can you make the picks? Can you do it quick? It's time to name that flick. It's time to play. Brand new game on the classic team. Make the picks and you can guess and try to do it fast and do it quick. Don't you be a dick. Try and make those picks. Make them it's time picks. to name that flick. I wish you would stop playing around here. I give you the actors of the movie, except the clues not names of the actors, just the characters they play in other movies. Then you guess. Movie, 
also, um, of course, you can play along at home uh, with the Name That Flick home game. Hashtag Name That Flick if you want to, you know, react to this. And, of course, Mo, this week's edition of Name That Flick has a theme to it. All these movies okay. have to deal with flying. So, <laughs> because this is the flyout edition, we talk about flyouts, flyout captain in the world of tomorrow. We're going to talk about these movies having to deal with flying uh, with Name That Flick. So, let's put the, these couple choices on the board here. Okay. Hands on your buzzes. And uh, let's get started. All right. First movie, Walter Subchak, Captain Pike, Iron Patriot, Eric Saban, and Frank Lucas. Name that flick. Like? Trump 2012. <laughs> what gave it away, sir? Uh, you said Frank Lucas. So that was yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Frank Lucas, a.k.a. Herman Boone, a.k.a. Malcolm X, a.k.a. Denzel Washington. Walter Subchak, of course, was in The Big Lebowski. That's John Goodman. Captain Pike was from Star Trek. Uh, Iron Patriot is, of course, Don Cheadle. He was in it. Eric Saban was James Bashdale. Uh, that's a hard one because he was on 24. He was the guy that got his head chopped off in the second or third season. Um, but he was, of course, in this movie as well. He was also in Iron Man uh, 2 with, uh, was it 2 or 3? Which one was the Mandarin? That was 3. That was 3. That was 3. That was 3, alongside Don Cheadle. So, yeah. Uh, another movie that they started together. I gotta do a name that flick about movies. Uh, anyway, that's a different theme. All right, so you're on the board. Uh, you got one point, and uh, we got four more questions. So let's go with the next one. Nova Prime, Rael, James Gordon, The Shoveler, Indiana Jones. Name that flick. Oh, I know that one. Air Force One. From 1997, man. Okay, two and zero. Oh. You know, you, you got two 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 points here. You, you you're going good. You're doing pretty well here, sir. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see if luck continues because uh, it gets more difficult now. Okay. okay. Becca Mitchell, Michael Bluth, Jay Jonah Jameson, and Danny Ocean. Name that flick. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. Uh, Want to throw a guess out there? Ooh. <sighs> Five seconds. No, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh-huh. that that was up in the air from 2009. Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney. The title role, and of course, uh, Becca Mitchell was from uh, Pitch Perfect. That was uh, who's that girl? Anyway, that's why I played Nate oh, Flick because I remember. Okay, okay, yes. okay. And of course, Michael Bluth is uh, from Rust Development. That's Jason Bateman. He was in it, and J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons from Spider Man. He was also in this movie. I could have used Vera Farmiga, but she really didn't have any popular movies. But she played um, uh, Mama Bates in the the Bates Motel, so that would have been a good clue too. Anyway, okay. so. Two up, one down, two and one. Uh, but you still have two more questions, so you, you you'll still come out on top uh, if you uh, get this next one. Okay. Fat Albert, Michael Jackson, Gambit, The Good Wife, and Nick Fury. Name that flick. Snakes on the plane. From two thousand and six. And you're back on the board. Three and one right now. 
Okay. So, so far, you are going to win this thing, but are you going to win with a high percentage? This last one will tell the tale, sir. So, for the grand prize in a uh, 4, 5, 20, so, and, and, and an 80% score, here's the last question. Okay. I had to do the math in my head. I was like counting my fingers <laughs> and shit. Like, what the fuck? Okay. Shout out to uh, public school education. Lucius. <clears throat> Let me start over again. <clears throat> Lucius Lyon. Martin Luther King. Adonis Creed. Nat Turner. Walter White. Ray Tails. And OJ Simpson. From whatever year that's from. I forgot to write it down. Yes, you got it. There you go. Red Tails, George Lucas. Yep. The old... Uh, I believe that was 2011? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was after Obama got elected. I know that. But it wasn't second term yet. Yeah, because 08, yeah. Yeah, and mad people was hyped to see that movie, too. No, it was 2012. 2012. 2012. Okay, so yeah. The re-election. Yeah. Yeah, mad people were hyped to see that movie. And I remember we went to... You know, people went to see it, and it was like, wait a minute. How did he wave at her from his plane... And, like, you know, how did he see her from all the way up there? Like, there was one scene. It was like, what the? How is he waving at her from this plane? And, like, he's that far up in the sky. Anyway, it was, it, it was ridiculous. But it was a fun movie, and I guess, you know, but, you know. It, it was a big gamble on George Lucas's part, but he already lost a lot of goodwill people with all the damn Star Wars prequels. So it was like, uh, at least he gave black folk a little something. So, yeah. so there it is. Uh, four out of five. You know, you shot a nice 80%, uh, and you are the winner this week on this week's edition of Name That Flick. Hey, you're in a dick. You made your best picks for Name That Flick. You really gave it a good try. Gotta give thanks for playing on the classic team of brand new game that we just trotted out. Thank you for playing games with Name That Flick. Better luck next time. Better luck next time. Trying to make a rhyme. Maybe you should try to study or something. With this song. You know, that's cool, that's cool. Piano be winners. Play the game online hey, on the classic. Twitter. Use right, the hashtag name Netflix. Classic. It's name Netflix. Hashtag name Zig. Netflix. The damn singing. Damn it. I apologize. Of course, uh, you talk about some nice party <laughs> gifts. You get the turtle wax, you get the home game. Uh, you know, you get a, a couple of free flyout passes for you know, uh, you know, for for a lucky uh, you know, gal guy or whomever. And uh, of course, you can enjoy all of that courtesy of the classic team. And uh, I'll just pay a bill as we uh, have the outro music playing. Uh, name that flick and the classic team up are brought to you in part by our sponsor for this episode. That sponsor this week is Amazon. Keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. Visit our official website, cspn.us. That is cspn.us. From there, click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. You can scroll down and click on the Amazon link and then shop, shop, shop for awesome, cool deals on all kinds of things, whether it's apparel, jewelry, video games, books, movies, TVs, DVDs, um, fat kid deals, Timberlands, Caterpillar boots, backpacks, uh, go bags. Uh, overnight bags, pillowcases, pillow sleeves, you name it, Amazon's got it, and you have it shipped right to your door. And with Amazon Prime, you get free uh, two-day shipping. So if you sign up for Prime, do all of that through the link, cspn.us, and click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link, and click on the Amazon link. It gives us a payment that helps keep our network free for you at no extra charge. So shop at Amazon, do it through cspn.us, do it not tomorrow, do it today.
know what's so, funny? You know what's funny when I hate when Jeremy reads reads off the uh, feed. <laughs> And Jeremy say, you know, him and him to Rome, and he comes when he comes, and I'm always every time yes. he always says, I just want to see what he comes up with every week when he says, but you don't want to hear him and Sarone sound like <laughs> you don't want to hear me and Sarone sound like uh, thick uh, overnight grits left overnight on the stove. <laughs> yeah, yeah he said, you don't want to hear me and Sarone sound like an old Cadillac. I'm like, what? <laughs> and they'll just catch you off guard, and I'll just bust out laughing. People look at me like, the hell's yeah. so funny. I'm like, oh. Just, well, here's a, here's a funny thing. All these ads, um, I actually see the money come in. Like, I have access to all that stuff. So the fir- the one joke I used to have was, well, um, I'm not going to – this money goes back into the network. This helps keep our costs down uh, for the network, its bandwidth, et cetera. I'm not popping bottles with this money. But I'm <laughs> like, yo, imagine if I did decide to pop bottles with your Amazon money. Like, how many bottles am I popping really? You'll see me at sundresses and whiskey. Be like, yeah, son, keep our shit free with Amazon. And I got a bottle in each hand. It would be so fucked up. So, like, hold up. How you like, like, this is what you do with that money? Yes. (laughs) Like, wait, I thought the bourbon was free at this ball. But here you are with my Busted Tees dollars just making it rain and shit. You know what I'm saying? What you doing in a, what you doing in a private suite with, uh, you know, with Mo Reese? You know, hanging hey, hey, with uh, you know, with, with Sammy Kaluga and Didi Janae, just making it rain on everybody. It's just not cool. You know, what's Don Delorente doing, hanging from the chandelier? What's that about? <laughs> you know, what, what what's what's happening? What's what, what's really good classic? You know, what what material are you? Like this, this is the money. This is what you're doing with our money. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll tell you what I am doing with 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 my money. Um, I'm going to the movies. Um, I don't know if I'm going to movies to see Top Gun too though. Uh, did you see? Did you see this thing about Top Gun? They got they coming out, dude. The last one was thirty years ago. Thirty, not twenty, not twenty-five. Thirty, 30. 30. and they he hadn't even started filming yet. Tom Cruise announced uh, in some interview, "Oh, um, we're gonna start filming Top Gun two next year." With whom? Um, chance. You know, the funny thing is, I checked the cast list on the original movie, and a lot of those folks are still alive. The ages are way higher. <laughs> like Michael Michael Ironside is is in his eighties, and his twin oh, brother man. his twin brother Powers Booth just passed away. Because you know I used to confuse the two of them. Like, wait, oh, that's Michael Ironside, and then you see the credits like Powers Booth. Wait, that wasn't Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside's in this movie though. Oh, Powers Booth is in this movie. No, that's Michael Ironside. Like, I was confused the two, but there they are. Uh, but yeah, he's still alive and kicking. Um, dude, that was Prince uh, uh, Dean Strickland from uh, Back to the Future movies. He was in Top Gun. He's still alive and kicking. He's like in his damn near ninety. Kelly McGillis is still alive and kicking. She's like in her fifties. Um, Tom Skerritt, Val Kilmer is fighting cancer, and he had he put on his uh, Iceman shirt from Top Gun, and he's like, "I'm ready to go." I'm like, "Yo, dude." Uh, I don't know how they're gonna do this, but you know, I, something tells me the original cast is Anthony Edwards. Is well, he died. Uh, you know, spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen Top Gun. It's an old ass movie, though. Thirty years. Um, yeah. So he he's still around. Uh, Meg Meg Ryan was in this bad boy. She's still around. So you can get all the old folk from back in the day, but what, how's it gonna look? And what's well? Someone said the best thing they could have done was call it Top Gun Afterburner. Top Gun 2 Afterburner. And then just put in the Afterburner music and the Jets from like the Sega games, that would have been like, okay, full circle. Because remember, in Nintendo, it was two kinds of games. It was um, Nintendo had the Top Gun game, and the Sega, and the Afterburner, eventually Nintendo had... Did Nintendo have the Afterburner? No. No, they did. Tengen. 
took Afterburner over from Sega, but Sega was Afterburner. So it was like, and the Top Gun game, people liked that better than Afterburner, but it was like because there was no Top Gun arcade game. Afterburner's arcade, and then the Sega uh, Sega Master System Afterburner was kind of whack, but Top Gun was better. And I don't know, I'm just too geeky about these flying games. So yeah, or they call it Top Gun 2 Ace Combat, and then boom, they could you know put it with the Ace Combat franchise. So many cool things they could do with this thing. But I don't I know, like, man. You know, Hollywood, you know, kind of like, you know, re- redo movies because they got the mummy coming out. Yeah. Something. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's the... Um, with Tom Cruise. I'm like, Tom Cruise and the mummy. Well, th- that's the funny thing because that is going to be the start of the horror movies. And guess what they're calling it? The Dark Universe. They, that's what they announced it to be. So it's like the mummy, Frankenstein's monster, Dr. Jekyll, because um, Russell Crowe is in the mummy playing Dr. Jekyll and he turns into Mr. Hyde and I think he's oh, going to... So, like, so, so, so this isn't like a remake of Brandon Frazier's Nah, nah, this is like, no, this is actual, because the mummy in this one is uh, a woman. In fact, okay. she, she's, um, she played the the girl with the, um, with the tink tink legs in, um, in, in um, in, um, Kings, Kingsman. Remember the girl that had the, uh, yeah. she had the artificial legs and they was, like, slicing people up? Oh, okay. she, she's, she's playing the mummy. Okay. Yeah, so, like, uh, and I think eventually Tom Cruise becomes a mummy or something like that, because he gets the same powers with the eyelids, the eyeballs and shit like that. So it's like uh, apparently it's supposed to be an origin story of the mummy, or you know, or or this will be the first of a series of movies. So they're probably gonna do. I think they're gonna do one with the werewolf and all this other stuff. But it's all supposed to be connected, similar to how like the Avengers. So that's why they're calling it the Dark Universe. Yo, these Hollywood's getting smart, son. These superhero movies to change the game. Everything's connected. That's why I was like, Netflix needs to have their universe. So so Uh, Narcos be busted up in Full House and shit like that. You know. So did you see the um the the trailer for New Spider Man? Yes, sir. Oh, be yeah. You know I'm a big Spider. That that's yeah. like the ultimate man. <laughs> so you know I'm gonna be there. In fact, I just changed my avatar to the two Spider Man pointing at each other in the street. Yo, hold up, that that meme when people was just they use that as a meme. It's yes, <laughs> yes. When you're at the airport, you see your man's going. You know, g- g- getting off at the gate that you just came from your fly out. <laughs> like, wait a minute, how are you flying out to the same city? The same, you know, exactly. So there yeah, it is. I, I was I, I was definitely. I'm it looks good. This. Yeah, it does. Donald yeah. Mitchell, Donald Glover. Um, he in the he in the movie. He, he, yeah, it's gonna be a real good movie. I'm glad that um that Marvel got those rights back. Yes, know. yes, they they seem to be doing it right, and it's clever. It's funny. Um, right, and, you, yeah. you see him as a, as, a, as a teenager. He's all like, and he was they showing the scene, and he was like, with well, a lot of stuff that's disabled. And yeah. he, was, <laughs> he was like, why is he treating me like a kid? He was like, you are oh, kid. You are kid. <laughs> Yo, yo, his friend, um, and that's supposed to be Ned Leeds. He's, he's. It looks like he's gonna be like the really like the comic relief. He's supposed. To, he's like real funny. His reactions, the thing with the Death Star Legos and shit. Like, I think it's gonna be like really cool and real fun and a good time. Um, I'm just hopeful that it doesn't get too cheesy and like it's see. Well, look, Michael Keaton's the villain, man. You can't ask for yeah, anything better, man. I that. Fucking Batman, <laughs> and he, he can act his ass off, so he brings a lot to this movie. I mean, it's it's a star-studded cast. Um, you know, you got uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it. You got the Spider-Man tail. Um, it, it you know, it's it, it's it's. Here's the thing: they don't go off. They're not. It doesn't seem like they're going to go off the reservation. My problem with the the previous Spider-Man movies, like this Amazing Spider-Man and the other one, was they went too far off the reservation. They were like. Oh yeah, da 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 da. Oh yeah, he's the Green Goblin. Like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like they just like started going crazy with it. And it's like, yeah, it looks good, but this ain't the Spider Man. This ain't the Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, ain't, this is Spider Man. 
you know, like how Terrence Howell <laughs> Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? So this scene feels like real Spider, and the integration, you know, and the involvement with the Avengers, and that set the table really well. You know, so it's like all that together, because that's a good story too. Um, if anyone's ever read the comics and the original Civil War, um, the part where the, there's a part where Spider Man like gets armor made for him by Tony Stark after he mm. comes out. You know, as uh, you know, he comes out and admits he's Peter Parker to the world. And then Tony Stark makes armor for him uh, to use. And it's basically the same color as Iron Man's suit, but it's got, like, tentacles on it. And so similar to how the suit has all these systems talking to him in, like, Iron Man's suit, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, but eventually Spider-Man switched sides in Civil War, and then he, you know, he had to give up the suit. And so, like, he was, like, back on the run. Yeah, that happened. And so, I mean, the only, there's two complaints about the movie that people give. Oh, the trailer was so too much, I pretty much seen the whole movie. Nah, bitch, you have it. Because guess what? Um, the first, tr- the first Spider-Man had showed everything in the trailers too, but you still had some twists and things you didn't expect. Trailers do that, and they're gonna show you parts of the movie. You're still gonna show your ass up. They got your money. Don't worry about it. You still have a good time. Um, the second thing was uh, people go, "Well, the Spider-Man suit's too techy. Uh, it doesn't feel like real Spider-Man." Yeah, um, you you, you have a red comics, and that's cool. But uh, you know, give it a chance. You know, let them tell the story. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't worry too much about the, uh, I would say don't worry about authenticity because I'm the first one to rail about X-Men movies and Gotham and how that's bullshit because, you know, the, it's written right there. How are you going to change you, it so much? You you give Gotham the blues. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't care how good it looks to you. Batman is a child. What is that shit? And you go, oh, well, it's not connected to anything. So what the fuck am I watching it for? Jada Pinkett? <laughs> Why are you wasting my Monday, son? And then you put, you got a better-ass show with Supergirl on another channel. Nah, man. Don't waste my time, DC. Uh, with uh, Fox. And then they, find they, they got the nerve to put on an X-Men show by Brian Singer, of all people. He didn't kill the, Well, no, he didn't kill Cyclops. But still all the same. I'm not going to watch that either. I don't care how good it is. I, I got other things to do, man. I can't. I can't. You know, I'm very snobbish about my television taste. I'll tell you what I'm not snobbish about, though. My snacking taste. I want to give some shout-outs. Uh, and we're going to close out the show here. But first okay. shout-out I want to give is to uh, Burger King. Uh, I, if you know my history uh, with oh this show, you know, no. I have no problem <laughs> experimenting no. at Burger King. No, we, uh, we talked. The first, my first episode when it came up. We talked about this. We talked yes. about this. this. I've had the hot dogs. I had the black burger when it was out, the Halloween joint. And I went and got the Mac and Cheetos the other day. And not that bad. Mac and not Cheetos that bad. Back. Cheetos flavor on the outside, creamy mac and cheese on the inside, only at Burger King. And you know what? It's it's not a huge portion. It's like you pay two sixty nine, you get a couple. They're, they're like fries. And it's crispy on the outside, like the Cheetos. Uh, you know, like the puff Cheetos, and then inside is macaroni and cheese, and that's it. It's that simple. It's not. It's 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 not. It's not a bad time at all. I was like, oh, it's like that's okay. You know, a little rubbery, but that's cool. You know, this ain't your mama's mac and cheese. That ain't your mama's mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's not your auntie's mac and cheese. That ain't your auntie's mac and cheese. Because this is it. Hey, no, I, I, I won't go there because I'm, I'm talking about people's aunties, and you know what happens next. Shout out to uh, CJ Rice and things. Um, <laughs> That's a dirty... Good God. Anyway. Oh, by the way. Chris Stevens. Um, uh, Becoming Dexter Hunting Sean. Book out now on Amazon. Go check it out. Go to CSPN.us. Click on Amazon link. Buy that book. Get the paperback. I got the paperback in the crib. Reading it. It's a good read. And then... It is? Yeah. It's it's the beginning of a series. 
of, 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 of a series of stories. So the, my man is a novelist. I'll tell you, let's go for people, let's go for people are doing big things, man. So yeah, check it out. Um, uh, again, Becoming Dexter Hunting Sean by Chris Stevens. Look for it on Amazon. Get you a good deal. It's a low price. And if you wanted them digital ebook readers, it's, it's on Kindle too. You buy the book, you buy the paperback, and you get the free download on your Kindle. Or if you got Amazon Books and you signed up for that already, uh, or it was Amazon eBooks or whatever. Basically, the download's free, but you you know pay for it with your Amazon subscription. So if you decide to subscribe to Amazon Books, do that through CSPN.us. Help keep our podcast free. Get the book. Every review helps because it keeps them writing more books and the downloads and all that stats and stuff. Stats is what we need, son. So those are my, two of my shout-outs. I'll have more, but I'll leave the floor to you, my friend, because we had a great show, and I want you to give yeah. a chance to give the shout-outs that you need to. Um, Shout-out to you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, shout-out to uh, Sam, Don, D, Greg, everybody that tweets. Um, WrestleCast, hashtag yes. broadcast, hashtag SmackDown Matters. Yo, yo, yo! They, uh, it's it's it, it's amazing how deep that is. Every time I see the hashtag yeah. on those n- events and everything, and like broad smack, I'm like, yo, we are out here. We have we have. A, see, I'm, I'm just I was so glad when when Don they started um started doing that, and that just built a whole little community within ourselves. So it's yes. like I come home and I just click the hashtag and see what everybody's talking about. <laughs> yes. Yes, if you miss the show, you don't miss it because they capture every piece of it. Uh, there are nights I don't watch wrestling and I just check the hashtag from right. where I'm at. And I'm like, yo, yeah. it's lit. And it, it's a lot better than the show because I watch the show with the hashtag. And I'm like, I'm just going to read these tweets because this is boring, but these motherfuckers are talking shit. And it's great. Um, yeah, it's, it's how, you know, the live tweet thing is what keeps us together as a community and brings people together. Because every week I see tweets that are like, yo, what is that about? Oh, you need to get with it. You know, welcome to the Rawcast community. Welcome to SmackDown Matters. And, you know, hash to the tag. And it's like every week more and more people pick it up. And it's funny because I keep thinking, man, someone's going to be like, yo, um, you know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to say something to somebody. Like, Who the fuck are you? Like, I'm the guy that made all this shit. <laughs> I, 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 I want somebody to come say something to me. I, it's like I don't want to be obnoxious, but I kind of want. I want. I, I like being unsung like this, like kind of in the background. Like that's the thing about the cookout too. I was hoping I would be at the cookout and someone would come up to me, and be like, "Yeah, man, blah blah blah." Oh, you know, there's this thing uh, when you watch wrestling. If you like wrestling, there's this hashtag called Rawcast, and I think it's run by these dudes at the Wrestlecast. So I was like, "Yeah, I created that. <gasps> you created that? Oh shit, yeah, yeah." I've had those moments, and it's great. Um, but you know, it's like I, I don't want to just come up and be like, "Hello, I'm Classic Material, and I've created all these things." But it's like it, you're, you're a proud father, you know. And shout out to, of course, Rod and Karen and uh, Rashani, because without them, there'd be no us. You got more shout outs, exactly. Sure. Um, yeah, shout shout to everybody. Shout to um, uh, damn, yeah, I, I had a list of shout outs going on, but no, just shout to Mel. Um, mm-hmm. I love Mel. Mel. Mel saved my life at Bourbon Ball. Mel saved <laughs> coin. They saved my. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I think back to that first story when you told about when you thought you saw the woman that was telling you to to, to follow her or whatever. Yes, I think I just had one too many drinks. And I went to go sit outside, and that was the end. But you know, Mel looked out for me. You know, oh yeah, Mel sees um corn. They looked out for me, so shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to if you follow me on Twitter and after we interact daily. Shout out to all of y'all. It's too many of y'all to name, but um. Shout out! Oh, shout out to Blue Bell Ice Cream. Yes. If, if y'all have that in VA, I'm gonna start coming to VA more. But Blue Bell Ice Cream. We don't. I wish we right, did. So, so the thing is, I when I went down to Atlanta and I saw that 
in the freezer and I was like, I just grabbed it and was like, reunited, feels so good, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so but I, mean, I can't wait to come down, go down there uh, eventually. In fact, yeah, I got some plans uh, to be down there uh, this fall. Uh, so if you in the, if you in the A, uh, I might run into you, but I do have some uh, some prior commitments because I got to meet Tim Dog for the first time and a few other people. So uh, you know, if you want if you want me to fly out to your city, uh, you know, hit me up on the, on the hashtag. Yeah, he like yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit him on the hashtag. There's no more hit him on the head. Just hit me on the hashtag. <laughs> hit me on the hashtag. Or hit me on, yeah, hit me on these Twitter streets uh, or, or or get in the DMs if you will. Hey hey, um, my wife knows I get DMs. She, you know, she don't check them or nothing. So, you know, don't worry about, you know, what's going to be read. Just, uh, you know, make sure to keep it clean and classy because I'm classic. And uh, if you don't, you know, I won't say nothing. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I might judge you. <laughs> I might hold up a card that will say 8.0. And thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. You're crazy. Yes. No, but um, also just shout out to Good Television. Um, yes. Comic books and things like that. I need to get back into reading comics more, man. Chronicles. Definitely, definitely. I need, yeah. I need to just, you know, just get back into it because the stories are great. The artwork is excellent, mm-hmm. and I yeah. just miss it. Hey, uh, <laughs> a message for anyone listening: um, if you are thinking of reading comics or thinking of buying comics, I don't buy comics that often. Um, try to buy from, uh, try to read, uh, you know, minority characters or diverse characters. Read from uh, minority or diverse creators because uh, apparently. People, uh, companies are using that as an excuse not to support them or not to keep their books going. Oh, no one wants to read diversity in characters anymore. They want those old white characters back, which is bullshit. It's not true. There's a reason why sales are slumping for Marvel and DC, and it's not that. You know, people oh, wow. are just tired of the bullshit. But Miss Marvel, there's a lot of great books out there, a lot of great creators out there um, that are diversifying the characters you see. Miles Morales, uh, you know, to, to name a couple. Um, you know, there's no reason why there shouldn't be a woman Thor or Black Flash or Black, uh, you know, Spider-Man you know, in this day and age or, or, or Latina uh, as a superhero or that we shouldn't be reading about uh, a Muslim girl, uh, you know, being a superheroine, you know, and actually exactly. you know, having those and having exposed you to those cultures. If anything, if any medium has taught a lot of people about diversity since the 60s, it was comic books, X-Men from back in the day, was teaching you about different races and the things that people had to do just to be tolerated and live with in this country of ours and how much we've progressed. But all of a sudden, these same white-ass superheroes and you gotta have these Nazis and shit. Let your dollar speak for you. You know, go buy Black Panther and say fuck you to this secret war bullshit if you have to. You know what I'm saying? Support these things because those same movies and all that stuff that NCI got on that soapbox again. All the TV shows and the movies that you like, that came from something. That came from Guardians and stuff like that. But people ain't buying Guardians of the Galaxy. They're going to watch the movie and that group money is coming from the, the from the from the movies. I keep I, I predicted this a while back and I think it stands. We're gonna have more movies and TV shows at some point that we are going to have actual printed books or actual, you know, drawn out books because the stories are there. Problem is people ain't reading new ones. That's the thing. The thing is, I still want to do my, I still, I came up with an idea about Mel. It was called, um, it was a, it was a hashtag. I came up with about Mel and I would still love to one day just create a whole story. Oh, it was Melly Mel with a ratchet five. That's what it was. Oh, ratchet five. I still oh, want to come up with a story because Mel, because sometimes Mel will be tweeting and she will say she'll backflip into her sky bison and, and sell off. And yes. I still want to create a, like a story where she has her like her ratchet her is it her, her ratchet vibe that's with her 
and she's just like, and she know, Sky Bison, <laughs> just 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 kicking ass and just being real awesome and everything, and just I, I still I want to do it, you know, I, I want to do it because if you meet Mel, you're gonna fall in love with her, and she's a damn superhero. Um, she is. Like, I'm telling you, she has this. She has just this special presence about her that he's just like, like I want to be around her. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly it. I, yeah. It's funny because I've I've met her in person maybe a few times, and of course we talk every you know we talk all the time because we we were on the network together, uh, you know, uh, very often. But I can't stop hugging her when I'm around her. I'm like, hugs, 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 hugs. And she's like, okay, get off me. I'm like, no, I got to hug you some more. And this is in front of Mrs. Classic. She's like, okay, are you done hugging out <laughs> with Melanie? You know, she obviously doesn't want you hugging her anymore. No means no. And I'm like, oh, but I got I to gotta hug her again. She's so great. You know, but, you know, it's like everyone is so fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely shout out to Mel. Shout, yeah, out, to Mel's, shout out to Mel's kids. Who are yeah, like the coolest people ever, and uh, you know, I'm their kids. You know, but uh, her son went to prom uh, tonight, in fact. Uh, so uh, you know, shout out to him. I'm, I'm hoping he had a safe time and that you know got back home safely, and you know, did basically everything was safe. You know, yeah. good time and all. You got to remember that for the rest of your life. But as long as you get home safe, then that good time is going to last forever. You know, it could remember be your prom classic. I, I remember vividly. Um, uh, Pop classic uh, chaperone. He drove. Uh, us, me and my date to the prom and actually to the after party, which was at uh, uh, my date's uh, friend's house. And we watched, I remember distinctly the movie. It was, uh, actually, I don't remember the movie. It was Richard Gere and Kim Basinger. What is that called again? Uh, what was it? I, I want to say it was, um, it was, he was a psychologist. I can't even remember the name of it now. I'm tanking so hard with this movie. I'm about to Twitter it. Gere, Kim Basinger, see, I ain't got no problem. No, that's a, final analysis. Boom. A psychiatrist becomes romantically involved. Um, which was a drama thriller, and it was R-rated as a motherfucker. And yes, um, I can't remember what base it was, but I got there. <laughs> with Pop's classic, just sitting in the town car, because he rented a car for this, by the way, because he wanted, right. he, because he, her family had some money, so he didn't want to just roll up in his old, uh, you know, T-top uh, Ford, uh, or Chevy Monte Carlo, which I, I thought was a dope car anyway. But he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you look nice, son." And I had the I had the tuxedo with the turquoise uh, bow tie, the cummerbund, and everything. I was looking tight, fresh, and everything. And uh, you know, we had a good time. You know, uh, I still to this day remember my date and everything. And uh, you know, we kept in touch for a few years. But uh, you know, it's like you don't forget your prom experience. So you know, so, good on so, him. real quick, so real quick, let me, my my prom experience. Um, yeah. So, so I was looking for a date. I had I was trying to get my best friend to go, but she didn't want to go because she was just being real anti-social at the time. I was a girl in my class who wanted me to go with her cousin, and she kept telling me her cousin looked like Tisha Campbell. Um, mm. She kept telling me that, right? Um, the girl I ended up going with had her second child that out had her second child that senior year. So the girl who was actually like who I was, went with, she had two kids already. Okay. Uh, so when we get to the prom, the girl that the girl in my class who told me she wanted to take her cousin. Now it was two girls with her. It was a short, light skinned girl with with curly hair, who I was I was getting ready to kick myself if that was the actual girl. There was this other tall girl who had a big head who looked like the girl in my class, and I was just like, oh okay, and that kind of messed that up. But my prom was pretty cool. I got yeah, I got chaperone to and from as well. Of course, yeah. And, and, wasn't, no, and, and, wasn't no going down to the end of Harbor here in Baltimore trying to get, you know, 
clean a hotel room and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't understand what these kids, man, trying to get hotel rooms. Are you serious, son? I'm like, y'all want your hotel rooms? Y'all ask them for You are. I can understand seeing your prom, too. Like, oh, I'm a senior. You're going off to college. You got all the time in the world to make those mistakes. Let your prom be your prom and keep it. Keep it crisp. Keep it nice and clean. Because your parents is right there. And if your parents ain't right there, her parents is right there. His parents is right there. And, of course, you got them stupid-ass prom pictures. Yo, the prom pictures with the pops with the gun in his hand. Who are you flexing for, Dad? <laughs> who are you flexing for? I, I, that's, that, that worried me a lot when I saw those pictures. I'm like, that is why? some sucker shit. Just because you couldn't manage yourself back in the day don't mean you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? I got to let these folks know. And, and guess what? Game sold not game is to be told sold not to be told stands. Some shit you should not be photographing and letting out to the world. If yeah. you if you gonna show your piece to to youngin, do that shit on the low. Yeah, you, you gotta do shit like on Bad Boys too. When he no, no, nah, don't even that. <laughs> no, nah, here's what you do. Here's what you do. You go, hey, would you like a drink? Then that's the test. No, sir, I don't. I, I don't drink. Oh, good answer. Come over here real quick. I need to show you something. This is a uh, this is a musket, or this is like you know, <laughs> this is a this is a little sword or scabbard I got. You know, I collect things, and you know, oh, you open it up, and next thing you know, you see the gun rack inside with like your shoddy and all this other shit. It's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm not fucking with him. There you, you like, go. You like, oh, like oh, the father? You like you like um, yeah. to, um Diamond's father from um Players Club when yes, Jimmy Fox was taking on the date, and he was shooting the range out in the back. She had to shoot a range out uh-huh. in the back. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be all that. My pops is from the island, son. We had cutlasses. So, you know, the, the shit you cut, it, you, you just, uh, like a machete, you just cut up the bush to get through a bush or to cut down the sugar cane and shit like that. Or if you want to cut up a, uh, you know, cut a coconut out or a mango out the tree or whatever. So he had a big old salt long blade, cutlass. And see, so we keep that somewhere, like in a cabinet somewhere or whatever. See, see your father's so, play. <laughs> oh, hell no. So, I mean, he had the gun too, but he had the cutlass. And it was like, I'm a firm believer you got to have some shit in your crib. To let people know, or to so in case some shit go down, someone comes busting through my my window right now. I got something for him right here in this in this hand. Or if I hear something upstairs, I got something when I get upstairs too. Because hey, I'm not a gun toter, but I got something to defend myself. And yeah, I got a baseball, I got a baseball bat, so I will be swinging home yeah. runs. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh I, I get inventive, man. I'm like home alone and shit. I will press a button, and some shit will like you know you be a wet bandit coming up in here. <laughs> you know, come fuck with the castle if you want to. No, but that's that's the thing. It's like you had you did, but you did it on the low. You don't have that shit out in the open. You have that shit on the low, so that young and know that the, some shit pop off if you try to get funny. But guess what? You can show all the guns you want. You can take all the photos you want. If he gonna get away with, he gonna get away with it. Especially if she's if she, she if she's with it, or vice versa. You know, you can tell all the speeches you want. It's on that child. That's still a child to make those decisions. So you you gotta hope they make the right ones and that you raise them right up until that point. If you ain't doing all that good good ass raising up until that point, and you gotta take a picture with a gun and shit, that's that's just that's trying to make up for lost time. You know what I'm saying? That's like, well, you know, I I can't I can't uh, I didn't do a good job raising my daughter, so I might as well just take this picture with this gun because no, not to fuck with because uh, I didn't you know, spend those extra times telling stories and shit like that. I'm making assumptions, but you, you're giving me assumptions to make when you told a gun in your photos for prom. Motherfucker, what's wrong with you? Stupid, you know? You don't tell me, don't ask me if I ain't, I ain't got no damn kids. But guess what? When I was taking, picking up my day for prom, if he came out with a gun like that, I'd be like, you know what? Peace out. You have a nice night. I'm not fucking with no gun. And with my father right there, and you want to take pictures with a gun in your hand? First off, first off, Nah, nah, I'm not gonna get into that. 
<laughs> not gonna get into that. That's that's oh, yeah, is, yeah. It's you not cool. Gun, you pull a gun out in front of somebody, way I learned this, you better be ready to use it. Otherwise, you are just fucking around. We are not at the gun range, we are not playing paintball. Don't be toting no guns around no kids. The fuck's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? What if you're taking that picture with that gun and all of a sudden I decided you a punk ass buster and I just knock it out your hand and next thing you know, I got a shotgun in my hand, you know, and, and it, it gets worse from there. Or what if you out there on your front stoop taking your picture and next thing you know, the cops is like, what are you doing, sir? And all of a sudden I'm an accomplice and I'm getting arrested by the police because your dumb ass couldn't, uh, you know, you know, control yourself. That's too many, too many variables, man. Too, too guns, are not, guns are not to be played with. You know what I'm saying? They're not toys, man. I don't give a fuck what you know what what jail you correction office at. You should know better. Stupid. Um, so yeah, that's my brand. Um, any more shout outs? Nah, man. Um, right. just shout to shout, shout to the, the people that chill. Myself, Dwayne, Dwayne the Libra icon. I, 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 used to call, I used to call y'all liars, but y'all do chill. Uh, so you know, I, I can't call y'all liars anymore. Just you know, don't keep that chill shit around me, man. Phil Phil Foundation is still effect. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We on the timeline. We in the DMs. <laughs> we searching. You know what I'm saying? We eat Burger King and sunflower seeds, and we just putting it all over your face. Because that's what <laughs> y'all, y'all conglomerate and shit. You know what I'm saying? We just shut us, son. Yeah, thanks yeah. Get, but, thanks again, man. It was a oh, great time. Great <laughs> That's a pleasure, man. Always a good time with my man Mo. Um, final thoughts, final shout outs out. Uh, shout out to Charlie Buns on Twitter. Oh, um, yes, yes. Love her. Yes. Oh. That's, yes, that's the homie right there. That's the homie. I, right there. I do too. I do too. I, I'm scared that uh, we might love each other too much. She told me the other day she's crazy, and I'm like, uh, I can no, do crazy. I she, she, she's like I said, like when when she's on the timeline, and yeah. I know she's willing. She's willing to say something that's going to have me laughing. So yes, definitely yes. shout out to her. <laughs> yes, yes, she's she's on team fly out if uh, ever comes to that, which it won't because I'm not. Whoa, 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 no, whoa. We got we got protect we got protect our we got protect our our, our loved ones. So. Yes, exactly, exactly. No, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 like you know, I got a short list, so I'm like, okay, um, you might fly out, but you know, that, that, but but then if you fly out, and we gonna have, we gonna go to, we gonna go to Starbucks, we gonna enjoy a nice latte, and you gonna go back home. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> if I fly out, that's all I'm doing. You know, we, I'm flying out to have a latte, or I'm, uh, I'm flying out to you know get some uh, mac and Cheetos. You know, what I'm saying it's go, it's a platonic flyout, platonic flyouts. Yes, there we go. No, on the files of 2017. Exactly. <laughs> and guess what? I'm not spending no money because I'm using flyer miles that I've accumulated from my business travels. See, see, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's or, you know, I just, yeah, I just happen to be in the area of the area because, you know, I'm conducting <laughs> other things. You know, I'm going to see, you know, such and such. And by the way, while I'm in town, and of course I will give advance notice because we have the rules and regulations of flyouts already established. So shout out to Charlie Buns, uh, team uh, Platonic Flyouts. This is stupid. <laughs> and uh, shout out to uh, Star Wars has been a formative part of all of our lives. Uh, one of the first, years. Yeah, 40 years. First movie I ever saw was to the drive-in theater. I was five years old. Empire Strikes Back. I remember it vividly, even though I was five, because Yoda. And, uh, you know, it's a drive-in theater. But uh, Star Wars is such an awesome movie. Uh, it's such an awesome franchise. And, of course, uh, anticipating uh, The Last Jedi and seeing Carrie Fisher and... Uh, Oh, man. Mark Hamill and the crew uh, back up on screen and seeing the story advance even further. But 40th for Star Wars, happy 40th. And finally, um, as you're listening to this, uh, is on Memorial Day weekend. Or well, cannot, uh, I would be remiss if I did not uh, remember our fallen soldiers uh, throughout history time. Yes. Um, it's definitely poignant for me because I am the son of two Army veterans. Uh, my father fought in Vietnam, my mother was an Army nurse. And, of course, I've got military in my family. And, uh, you know, 
they, you know, served their time to serve their country, uh, you know, put years in. And uh, if not for, you know, those that have fallen before them, with them, around them, I would not be here because I know for a fact some of them have saved, you know, some of those soldiers have saved my dad's life. Uh, you know, some of those uh, have been on the front, uh, you know, just basically dying for all of us to, you know, have the opportunity to uh, be free, to fight for freedom for all races, for all, you know, genders in this country. This country is actually, you know, it has ideals that are admirable. It's just people don't live up to them. And it's not, you know, it's not the fault of the people that fight for us, you know. So, uh, you know, uh, basically, this is a time to remember those people that have fought, uh, whether you're pro-army or pro-troops or not. It's just to remember them. Um, so that's what we want to do with the uh, on Memorial Day. And, of course, you know, aside from your cookouts and your grilling, because, you know, the grilling season has started. But, you know, take a moment, uh, you know, if you're in the D.C. area, maybe ride out to, uh, you know, to the uh, Vietnam Memorial or, you know, go to Arlington Cemetery if you're now down there. Uh, you know, just, uh, you know, take a moment, reflect uh, and thank, uh, thank a soldier. And most importantly, think about not only those that have fallen, um, those that have died, but also the POWs and those that have been missing in action because uh, if they're still out there or if uh, something has happened to them, you know, that's, you know, there are people that, you know, still might be in camps for years or, you know, just have just lived this, you know, full lives overseas and have never come home. You know, I think of like, like that thing with John McCain and that's always uh, something, especially when we have these like wars and conflicts, uh, you know, th th those are the people we got to remember too and uh, think about them and pray they get home safe. So that being said, thank you all for listening to the classic team up, uh, continue to listen to all our wonderful shows here on CSPN at CSPN.us is the website. Go to CSPN media on Twitter to follow us. Follow me personally on Twitter at classic material. It's spelled just like the show title. And of course you can follow the show under the hashtag classic team up again, spelled like the show title. And of course, Mo Reese is on Twitter at Mo underscore Reese and R E A S E. That is, and, uh, your blog it's stumblings and rumblings.com. Yes, there you go. I, I, I peep it every now and then. In fact, I subscribe. So what happens is it shows up like in my email or on my you know like feed or something. It's like, oh, oh thanks. He, he wrote something new, you know. And I, every now and then I pop in and you know I read it. Sometimes I read stuff jealously. Like I, I have a jealousy about me. Like you people are so talented, shit. So like when I see like writings like this, I'm like, I wish I could write. <laughs> and so I read it with an eye of, oh, he's saying something pretty cool and poignant. And I'm like, he's a good writer. I can't write like this. You know, because I write like I talk sometimes, and I'm just like, okay, just use a period classic. <laughs> yeah. No, man, man. I mean, it's yeah. it's all good, man. It's good jealousy. For those who that do read, you know, I thank you. You know, it's just this me just get this doing it because you no know, shout out to Till because he kind of inspired Ooh. me to do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> he inspired yeah. Inspired me to do this, so this is this basically. Where he was doing one year, and I just took it for like the past three years and was doing it myself. Yeah, and that the whole Rights 365 thing, I mean, yeah. it's been helpful for so many of you. I mentioned Chris Davis, he was in that Rights 365, and look, he's like writing novels just out the ass. I'm, I'm waiting for him to write a novel that's gonna have like someone named, uh, you know, Massic Clitorio or something like that. It's like, wait, <laughs> that's me, what are you doing? And then next thing you know, he's like, I got killed or something in the third chapter, and I'm like, you know, then we got to fight. I just described the best man, didn't I? Anyway. <laughs> So shout out to all of y'all. Uh, and of course, tell a friend, tell a foe about our shows. And until next time, this is Classic Maurice and Spider-Dog saying, Peace out.
Classic Diva!